Welcome in to listeners. Time for another episode of the Slump Buster Fantasy Football Podcast with your host, Juju Talk Sports and Andrew Hayab. On today's episode, Drew and I tell you everything you need to know about fantasy football in week 17, the Fantasy Football Championship Week. Unless you're in one of those weird leagues that does week 18 championships, in which case, stop doing that. But on today's episode, folks, we have a good one for you. So remember, like, comment, subscribe, and if you're listening on iTunes, of course, leave us a five-star review. Really helps us out. Other than that, guys, sit back, bust a slump, and enjoy. Welcome in, fantasy football fans. Hopefully, after this following week, we'll be saying, welcome in, fantasy football champions. Maybe. Hopefully, you're advancing. Hopefully, you can enjoy this final week of play and you're not wallowing away in your own sorrows, as so many owners are currently. Tough week to predict. I mean, off last week where we had so many bad fantasy football performances, to have so many good standouts, some players that we wanted to actually see perform I don't know, perform. It's good to see. And you certainly want your guys peaking at the right times here. Drew, in any battles to the end here? I'm in one right now. My dynasty league, we're literally like, it's a very low scoring game because uh, injuries and stuff like that. But it's like 95 to 94 right now. Oh, it's going down to the wire, so we're, we're it's scary. I don't like it. Yeah, let's give a shout out to semifinals MVP Joe Burrow. I think that's probably oh one of the God. biggest fantasy days of the week to give a quick shout out to Joe Burrow, 525 yards. To add to it, I mean, number one fantasy wide receiver on the week, T. Higgins. T. Higgins gets 12 receptions for 194 yards and two touchdowns. I got to tell you, I didn't think Higgins had that necessarily in him. Hell, even at running back, we get Joe Mixon as the running back two on the week a whole lot of bangles a whole lot of bangles on this list of top performers this week i think it just tells you that at this point in the season the baltimore ravens are so depleted from injuries that this week baltimore gets to face the uh, rams uh, start your rams guys that that's the first thing out the gate i'm going to tell you start your rams because i don't care if it's higby i don't care if it's henderson michelle i don't care if it's cup obj or van Jefferson, start your Rams because the Baltimore defense, they are a shell of the team that they once were coming into the season. Some other notable headlines from the week, uh, James Robinson, uh, definitely a subject of a lot of discussion in the last couple weeks. James Robinson tears his Achilles, so you won't be able to use him in this final week. Hopefully James Robinson heals up from it. That actually reminds me though, Cam Akers after five months or less than five months of recovery is coming back from a torn Achilles, which part of me wants to say he's a psychopath to want to come back in the playoffs given that he just tore his Achilles so few months ago but credit to him and hopefully James Robinson has just as fast as a recovery although when you play for the Jaguars I I think it's safer to say you could take your time especially because you don't exactly have playoffs to come back for other major injuries to CEH he might be out championship week he has a collarbone injury Uh, Miles Sanders has a hand injury you know what to do there obviously Boss Scott Kenny Gainwell those are names that are going to be out there again to potentially pick up. Darren Waller is still questionable. Lamar Jackson is still questionable. 
So we're going to try and give you some names so you could stream in the fantasy championship guys. And hopefully those guys help you bust the slump, win your league. Let's take a look at some quarterback matchups and see more or less how these guys stack up. So some of the best matchups there, obviously we know how bad the Washington football team is at guarding the quarterback position. To give you an example, the best example is that we're not even recording at the end of the Washington football Dallas game and Dak Prescott's already the quarterback two on the week. Obviously it's going to take a lot of work to catch up to Joe Burrow, but Dak already at this point of hitting record is 322 yards in with four passing touchdowns against Washington. Going against them this week, Jalen Hurts gets to take his second crack at him in just a three-week time span, but but Jalen Hurts, uh, instant start against Washington. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've talked about this plenty of times that Jalen Hurts is just like he's a eh, as a real life quarterback. But fantasy wise, he is a good fantasy quarterback to have. So I, it's definitely a start for him. Another guy that has a fantastic matchup and would have been hard to bench anyway. I know, obviously, we kind of had a back and forth last week about him, but Josh Allen went against the Patriots this week. Gets a little bit easier of a opposition going against the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Jalen Hurts or Josh Allen, Atlanta, Washington, respective matchups. Honestly, though, I would take Josh Allen over Atlanta. I mean, you saw what we, he did against New England. He had a very good performance against the Patriots. And I would love Jalen Hurts, but I can see him having another average day. So I'd definitely go with, you know, the big guns and go with Josh Allen against Atlanta. Chicago is also a defense that quarterbacks can take advantage of. Unfortunately, going against them this week, not exactly anyone you want to trust. A Jake Fromm, Mike Glennon, whoever it is that the Giants are able to throw out there. None of these guys you're throwing out against the Chicago Bears defense. And we'll get into that, which defense is better to stream in week 17. The next big name down there is Rodgers, though, going against Minnesota. And if you remember the last Minnesota Green Bay game, it was a shootout. You had Cousins going off. I think Rodgers had four touchdowns in that game, despite the Packers eventually losing. Uh, So Rodgers going against Allen in Atlanta. Who do you have ranked higher? I would probably have Josh Allen ahead of uh, Aaron Rodgers. No, obviously Aaron Rodgers had a great performance against Cleveland and, you know, he had a shootout match against Minnesota a while back. And, but for me, it's just a matchup. I mean, Josh Allen's got the most easier matchup and I, I, think when it comes down to this, you got to utilize those easy matchups. Well, I got a trump card that I think you might be tempted in more than Josh Allen against Atlanta. How about Matthew Stafford going against this Baltimore Ravens team that just gave up, as I mentioned, over 500 yards to Joe Burrow. Matthew Stafford, he finishes quarterback 27 in week 16. But in week 17, what's his upside? Is he higher than any of the quarterbacks I've listed to this point? I think so. I mean, he could be potentially the top quarterback because their secondary is one of the worst in the league right now. And you saw what Joe Burrow did to that secondary. He threw for 525 yards. Yeah. To give you an example of how bad the Baltimore secondary is at this point, none of the guys on their current week 16 roster were any of the guys they started the season with. Talk about riddled by injuries to not have Marcus Peters out there to not have all pro Marlon Humphreys out there. The Ravens are in dire straits when it comes to their defensive backfield. And if you're Sean McVay, if you're Matthew Stafford, you have to be licking your lips at the possibility of facing them straight up. Speaking of Joe Burrow, though, he goes against the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs are the 26th ranked defense against fantasy quarterbacks. Joe Burrow coming off his 500 yard performance. Where do you think he ranks? Is he an automatic start against Kansas City? Uh, He could be a great start. Uh, obviously, again, it's a weekend defense. It's in the top 12. 
creeps in the top 12 and not just in firmly in the top 12? I would say firmly because Kansas City's defense has been playing really good football. Like, I know people are like, oh, don't be concerned about the offensive line in Cincinnati, but it still very much concerns me because, you know, when you go up against a good pass rush, they can't really do too much. And, you know, yeah, Joe Burrow threw for 525 yards, but even the pass rush of Baltimore isn't that great. And so when Joe Burrow's got time, he makes you pay for time. And you saw what he's done against teams that have good pass rushes, aka like a team like Cleveland. He's getting pressured all the time and he can't really do much so i like joe burrow against kansas city but the way their defense has been playing it he's not gonna have a 500 yard day again but i could see him creeping into the 300s okay well let me give it to you like this joe burrow against kansas city who as i mentioned is 26 ranked against fantasy quarterbacks or justin herbert against denver who is third ranked against fantasy quarterbacks you know what? I honestly take Joe Burrow in this situation. I think Joe Burrow has a better chance to have a bigger day. And Justin Herbert against Houston, I mean, he had an awful day against Houston. So it sounds like you're lower on Burrow, but Brady goes against the Jets. Brady against the Jets or Matthew Stafford against Baltimore? Honestly, I take Stafford against Baltimore. I think he's just got that bigger arm. And he, so I, I think he can utilize him and McVay are going to probably draw some things up that can burn that secondary really bad. And so see a very monstrous day from Matthew Stafford. These are some desperation plays, but I'll list them anyway. Zach Wilson against Tampa Bay, Derek Carr against Indianapolis, or Davis Mills against the San Francisco 49ers rankings 23 through 25 against fantasy quarterbacks how do you rank those quarterbacks against each other they're basically streaming options at this point if you're desperate and i go mills one probably go car two and wilson three let's talk about some quarterbacks that have some bad matchups matthew stafford against buffalo you're not starting him don't worry let's move on trevor lawrence against the patriots you're not starting him don't worry let's move on justin herbert against denver is justin herbert a top 12 quarterback this week Remember, this is do or die, win or go home. There is no tomorrow. Yeah, and that's the tough part. He's going to be like a Russell Wilson where he's going to finish like 13 to like the 15 range. Are you starting Lamar directly off injury against the Rams if he's eligible next week? The Rams are the fourth best defense against fantasy quarterbacks. I don't think so. Just for the fact that that injury really concerns me because, I mean, you got Von Miller, Aaron Donald, you have all these big guys coming after you. And, you know, one bad hit from either one of those guys, that spells disaster for Lamar Jackson. And he could pretty much just go right back down and bounce right back out of the game. Lamar or Herbert? I would take Herbert over Lamar. Dak Prescott also has a tough matchup, and that goes the same for Kyler Murray. Both of these defenses, respectively Arizona and Dallas, are top 10 against fantasy quarterbacks. Let's start there. Dak or Kyler? I like Dak a little bit more. I mean, look at what he's doing as of while well, we're recording during this Dallas and Washington game. He's torching Washington. and But Dak's been... Key there. Very, he's torching Washington. To be fair, though, he, Dak's been very consistent all season, though. He's been has very, he? I wouldn't say too consistent, but he's been better, a little bit better than Murray has been a little bit. I think the thing that helps Murray out is his legs, and that he can utilize his legs more than Dak does. But this is going to be one of those things where I think it's going to be a shootout battle. I, I definitely think that Dak Prescott would win a shootout more than Kyler Murray would. Shame on you, Drew. Anytime you say it's going to be a shootout, you know it's going to be one of those games that's 14-7 at halftime. How dare so. you ruin week <laughs> 17 for 
any Cardinals or Cowboys fans. Okay, let's Good. move on. So you have Kyler <laughs> behind Dak. Do you have Kyler ahead or behind Justin Herbert? I would probably have him ahead of Justin Herbert. Patrick Mahomes also has a tough matchup this week. They go against Cincinnati. Now, Patrick Mahomes has started to heat up here. He was quarterback five this week. He's been within the quarterback 10 range the last couple weeks. So we have started to see a significant turnaround. Do you worry about the Cincinnati matchup or do you just roll with Mahomes at this point? I mean, I'm going to roll with Mahomes at this point. I mean, he's starting to get hot, and when he's hot, he's good. He doesn't slow down. And, you know, Cincinnati's a team that, yeah, they have a solid defense, but, them, it's either they're playing really good or they're getting absolutely destroyed. I give credit where credit's due. Cincinnati has been one of the most shocking teams in the NFL this year. I mean, we all thought they're another 3-14 and 14 team or, you know, a 4-13 and 13 team, but here they are swinging at the top of the North. They do deserve that credit, but, I mean, Patrick Mahomes at Kansas City, have been lighting a fire these last few weeks and I have to go with the team that's going hot right now Mahomes or Hurts Mahomes Mahomes or Josh Allen sticking with Josh Allen on this one Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers against Minnesota I would go actually you know what I'd go with Patrick Mahomes over Aaron Rodgers Mahomes or Stafford Stafford Mahomes or Burrow himself oh man I'd probably go Mahomes Mahomes or Brady against the Jets I'd go Brady. Okay. So it sounds like that's where the tier is. All right. No other notable quarterback matchups that kind of stand out in this. Let's kind of like briefly look at the top 12 and just see if there's any other names that might surprise you heading in. Davis Mills, like I said, potential streaming option. He was quarterback nine on the week. Justin Herbert, despite the rough day against Houston, was quarterback 11. All right. Let's move in to the running back position. Kind of like notice anything there that may stand out. The first one out the gate. And this has just been the story of fantasy running backs. Who gets to face the Jets? This week, it gets to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which means Ronald Jones and Keyshawn Vaughn are two names that stand out this week. Keyshawn actually had seven carries for 70 yards in a touchdown in the Tampa Bay winning effort against Carolina. Ronald Jones had 20 carries this week. So by far got the lion's share of the work. But we have seen the Jets allow multiple top 12 running backs on the same week. On the same week, the Jets have allowed multiple top 12 running backs. Ronald Jones, what is his fantasy upside going into this matchup against the Jets? I think he's got a high upside. I mean, he's a running back one. He's gotten the lion's share of the carries over Keyshawn Vaughn. So I, I think that's going to continue again. I think it's going to happen again. And I mean, Keyshawn, he's probably going to be a good solid passing option behind Ronald Jones. So it's not like he's not going to get, you know, completely shunned out of the work. You know, he's going to get carries. He's going to get or receiving chances. But I, I think Ronald Jones is going to get the bulk of the carries. And I think he could have a very, very good day against the Jets. Is Keyshawn Vaughn a running back three this week? Yes or no? Yes. Next matchup that intrigues me is the Seattle backfield going against Detroit. Detroit is the second worst defense against opposing running backs. But is Seattle, and Seattle has been an unforgiving mess this season as far as the running back position. This week, the leader in carries for the Seattle uh, Seahawks against the Chicago Bears was Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny managed to get 17 carries for 135 yards. So it seems like Rashad Penny has started to take on the main responsibility as the lead back. Against Detroit, when I say running back two, Rashad Penny, true or false? I'm going true. I really like Rashad Penny against Detroit here. Jonathan Taylor, running back one on the week against the Raiders? Uh, No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, he's definitely running back one. (laughs) He's not leaving that spot. Okay, let's talk about another major exploitable matchup here. 
In this one, we got to do a bit of guessing work. Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson Jr. against the Houston Texans. The Texans are the fourth worst defense against opposing running backs. Elijah Mitchell, there was a thought that he was close to playing on Thursday night. Short week, always tough, especially when you're going on the road. That he gets an extra 10 days of rest between him and this Houston game. So I would say more than likely he's going to suit up. True or false, Elijah Mitchell is a top five running back. I'm going to go false. Elijah Mitchell or Nick Chubb? I'm going to go with Nick Chubb. Elijah Mitchell or Austin Eckler against the Denver Broncos? I'm going to go Eckler. Elijah Mitchell or Najee Harris against the Browns? I'm going to go with Elijah Mitchell for this one. Elijah Mitchell or Cordero Patterson against the Buffalo Bills? I'm going to go with Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell or Ronald Jones? I'm going to go with Ronald Jones. Let's take this side. What if Elijah Mitchell still cannot go? Let's talk about Jeff Wilson Jr. Jeff okay. Wilson Jr., true or false, is a running back one. I would say false. I, have, I would have him as a running back two. The Denver Broncos have two running backs that have favorable matchups. We talked about how the Chargers defense is almost as anemic as the Jets at stopping opposing running backs. Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, true or false, both starting running backs for you this week in fantasy. True. Javante Williams or Melvin Gordon? I would go Javante Williams. Javante Williams or Jeff Wilson Jr.? I would take Javante. Javante or Elijah Mitchell if he starts? Elijah Mitchell. Javante or Rashad Penny? I'm actually going to be surprising and go with Rashad Penny. Let's talk about some tough matchups, some things that you don't even want to entertain the option of starting these guys. <laughs> Dolphins running backs against Tennessee. Any of them worth throwing out there? I would say no. Chuba Hubbard against the Saints. Definitely not. <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard against the Cardinals. The Cardinals are the number three defense against fantasy running backs. Let's talk about them. Ezekiel Elliott, is he a running back two on the week? I like him as running back two. Tony Pollard, is he a running back three? No. Michael Carter had a very good day. Michael Carter has a tougher test this week. Michael Carter goes against Tampa Bay. Michael Carter, as much as it'd be painful to do, start or bench? I'm benching Michael Carter. Michael Carter running back three, true or false? I would go true just because he's a leading back and he can get some numbers, but definitely not starting worth numbers. So basically Michael Carter's a flex but not when you feel great about in this matchup. That's where I kind of like feel off of what you're saying here. Yeah. Let's talk about another tough one here. Josh Jacobs, true or false, a running back two against Indianapolis, the fifth ranked defense against opposing running backs? Not running back two, but a high-end running back three. Josh Jacobs or Michael Carter? Josh Jacobs. I posed this question to you last week, and last week you went with James Conner. But after this week, where Chase Edmonds seemed to receive the majority of the fantasy points, or certainly rewarded his fantasy owners, Chase Edmonds this week in fantasy was the running back six, had 16 carries, 56 attempts, a touchdown, also had eight receptions for 71 yards. Chase Edmonds or James Conner? I'm going to go with Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds, like I said, gets a tough matchup against Dallas. Chase Edmonds is a running back two, true or false? True. James Conner is a running back three, true or false? I would go true as well. James Conner or Josh Jacobs? I would go Josh Jacobs a little bit ahead of him. James Conner or Michael Carter? James Conner. Uh, Rex Burkhead, is he going to be a thing next week? Houston goes into San Francisco. Absolutely not. Here's a tough one. 
the Rams. What's Sony Michelle's upside going against Baltimore? Because I think Baltimore's primary problem is mostly at the cornerback and defensive back positions. Although right. Joe Mixon finishes running back two, Joe Mixon's just good. I don't think Sony Michelle's as good as Joe Mixon. Right. So Sony Michelle, where does he finish going against Baltimore? Running back two, I- running back one. Low end two, high end three. Let's kind of like talk about those injuries we mentioned earlier. Now that James Robinson is out, that means Carlos Hyde is the next man up. Jacksonville goes against New England. Carlos Hyde is a running back three, true or false? I'm going false. CEH is out. Daryl Williams is in. Daryl Williams is a running back two, true or false? True. Miles Sanders, he's been hurt this year. We've had to deal with injuries from Miles Sanders this year before. If he misses, Kenny Gainwell, Boston Scott, or Jordan Howard? Who are you going with? I'm going with Boston Scott. Boston Scott is a running back two, true or false? False. Boston Scott versus Josh Jacobs. I'd be surprising. I'm going Boston Scott. Are you starting anyone else besides Boston Scott in that Eagles backfield? Are you starting Jordan Howard just as a potential touchdown play if you're in a 14-team league? For that purpose, I would start Jordan Howard or potentially Kenny Gainwell if you have Kenny Gainwell. Jordan Howard or Michael Carter? Honestly, I'd probably go with Jordan Howard. <laughs> I might lean Michael Carter. I think he might get more work. I don't like the Bucks matchup, but That's I think true. that there's a little bit more opportunity there. Though yeah. it, it all come down to touchdowns at the end of the day. If Jordan Howard falls in the end zone two times, he could outscore Michael Carter and then you hate yourself. But I'd rather take the chance on 16 carries, 16 to 20 carries for Michael Carter. Right. Rather than take, you know, maybe five to six carries and with a chance of a touchdown. Yeah. Let's take a look at wide receivers and see what we got going on there. Uh, The best matchup by far is the Packers get Minnesota. Minnesota is the worst defense against fantasy wide receivers. We obviously know Devontae Adams is probably wide receiver one on the week, but what does that mean for the supporting cast? MVS, true or false, wide receiver two? Uh, True. The Dolphins go against Tennessee. Tennessee is also a bad defense against wide receivers. Jalen Waddell is a wide receiver one, true or false? I'm actually going with true. The Giants, unfortunately, again, exploitable matchup against Chicago, but there's no Giants I want to start. So we're just going to move on because I I can't sink the ship of a fantasy championship on any New York Giants this week for any of y'all that are listening. Uh, Buffalo (laughs) Bills against Atlanta. Ooh, fun. Stefan Diggs against Atlanta or Devontae Adams against Minnesota? I'm going to go with... Devontae Adams in Minnesota. Stephon Diggs or Jalen Waddle? Stephon Diggs. The Cowboys get Arizona, and Arizona has been rough against wide receivers. C.D. Lamb, top five wide receiver? True or false? Uh, false. C.D. Lamb or Jalen Waddle? I would take C.D. Lamb. Before I move too far from the Dolphins versus the Tennessee matchup, Devontae Parker, true or false wide receiver three? Uh, true. I got the Eagles going against Washington. As you remember, the Washington football team is kind of bad against quarterbacks and wide receivers. (laughs) What about that other Alabama rookie, Devontae Smith? Devontae Smith, true or false, wide receiver two? True. Devontae Smith or MVS? Devontae Smith. Let's move on to wide receivers that have bad matchups. You're not starting any Atlanta Falcons against the Bills. Led Medea's Zacchaeus owners. Sorry about it. (laughs) You're not getting away with that one. Uh, The Denver Broncos versus Chargers. Probably not starting any of the Broncos wide receivers. Am I wrong? No, I would agree. Here's a tough one. Terry McLaurin against Philly. Philly is top three against wide receivers. Terry McLaurin is a wide receiver one. True or false? I'm going to go with false. Terry McLaurin is a wide receiver two. True or false? I would say true, but it's very debatable at this point. Terry McLaurin or MVS? 
I would still take Terry McLaurin over MVS. Terry McLaurin or Devontae Smith? I'm going with Devontae Smith. So Devontae Smith, Terry McLaurin, MVS in your wide receiver two range. Another one, you're not starting any Jags against the Patriots. So that dream is long since died. Sorry when it comes to any Tavon Austin, Mark Van Jones owners, or last week's waiver wire pickup of the week, Laquan Treadwell. Doesn't seem like it's happening against New England. The Colts, though, they have a tough one. They have another tough one here. And if you're a Michael Pittman owner, you're debating, should I start him against the Rams? Should I start him against a potential matchup with Jalen Ramsey? Michael Pittman, wide receiver one or wide receiver two? I take him as a wide receiver too. How does he stack up against Devontae? I would have Devontae slightly ahead. How does he stack up against Terry? I would have Pittman over Terry. To close out kind of these bad matchups, you're not starting any Saints against Carolina. There's a lot of obvious ones. There's not a lot that require huge fantasy analysis when it comes to some of these bad matchups. So that's kind of good. That's a good thing before it comes to week 17. The fact that you're not really having to scrounge too much. I would say it's a relief that you have so many good fantasy assets going against some bad defenses this week anyway. So we might actually see a lot of points go back and forth this week in fantasy football. Let's take a look at the top 12 wide receivers on the week. So T Higgins, like I said, was the big beneficiary against the Baltimore Ravens. T Higgins, wide receiver two or wide receiver three? T Higgins, I would have as a wide receiver two. Is he behind that quartet we mentioned of MVS, Terry, Pittman, or is he ahead of those guys? I would have him behind Devontae Smith ahead of Lauren and Michael Pittman. True or false, A.J. Brown is a wide receiver one next week. They go against Miami. True. A.J. Brown or Jalen Waddle? A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown or Debo Samuel? (sighs) Debo Samuel. Once again, Amon Ross St. Brown, wide receiver seven on the week, nine receptions, 91 yards, and a touchdown. Is this guy just a set and forget at this point? Yeah, absolutely. Amon Ross St. Brown or Jalen Waddle? I'm going to go with Amon Ross St. Brown. Amon Ross St. Brown, wide receiver one at that point, right? We said Jalen Waddle's a wide receiver one. Oh, yeah. He's just not coming out of your lineup. I think you just have to keep riding the hot hand here. Uh, Detroit, they do see themselves in a matchup against the Seahawks. And I think, I don't think it even matters what the matchup is because he got 11 targets again. This is his fourth straight week with double digit targets. Here's the one. This is not necessarily just for week 17. Dynasty going into next year. True or false, is he a top four round draft pick? 100%. I like him. Is there any concerns regarding quarterback? I don't think so. I mean, he's a hell of a receiver with Jared Goff as his quarterback. I mean, he's been doing quite well. So if Jared Goff is not his quarterback, let's say they draft a rookie, is he still worthy of that draft value? I think his value might drop a tad bit, but I'd still say he's a top six at least. So he's quarterback proof? I would, I would say so. You, you get those small-time receivers like Amon Ross A. Brown. God, his name is a mouthful. Amon Ross A. Brown. Um, again, he's one of those guys who can get open, and when he gets the ball, he can get the ball. And he's shown that, you know, 11 targets, he's doing quite well. You know what my hope is? That the Lions end up picking up his brother in free agency, and you have Amon Ra and Equinemia St. Brown on the same team. Brother versus brother for... <laughs> for targets you want to know too just how dominant the Bengals were they had three (laughs) top 13 wide receivers so in addition to having the wide receiver one on the week t higgins you had tyler boyd finishes wide receiver 12 with three receptions for 85 yards and a touchdown he had that big long score and then you had jamar chase 10 targets seven receptions 125 yards only reason he wasn't a top 12 was because he didn't score the touchdown uh malik turner (laughs) caught a touchdown he was wide receiver 14 kj osborne was wide receiver 16 
15. Kind of wonder if we'll see Adam Thielen back next week. That could really change things. Alan Lazard was actually better than MVS this week. Brandon Ayuk finishes wide receiver 24. Brandon Ayuk or Devontae Parker? Oh, Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk or Michael Pittman? I'd have to go Ayuk. True or false, DK Metcalf is the top 36 wide receiver this week. False. Two receptions, 41 yards, and a touchdown, which I guess he had the touchdown, but he had two receptions. How can I trust DK Metcalf at this point? Just don't do it, guys. This this is the make or break week. Just don't trust DK Metcalf. Let's move in tight ends. Let's talk some tight ends that people could potentially use. Uh, Albert O versus the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers are bad against fantasy tight ends. Mo Cox against the Raiders because Jack Doyle, keep an eye on this injury report. Jack Doyle is hurt. So Mo Cox. Talking about Amon Ross St. Brown, Mo Alley Cox is another fun name to throw in there. Always beware of men with three names there. Mo Alley Cox, uh, potential streaming options. Same goes for Ricky Sills Jones versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Tyler Higby <laughs> against Baltimore. And if Darren Waller is out once more, Indy is exploitable against fantasy tight end. So Foster Moreau might get some love. How do you rank those five? Albert O, Mo Alley Cox, Ricky Sills Jones, Higby, or Moreau? So I would go with O first, Seals Jones second, Moreau third, fourth. I would go with Higby then Cox. Let's look at DSTs that people may be able to use. The Patriots, two over owned, going against Jacksonville. They're going to have a field day. The Niners defense, you may be able to find out there. They're going against Houston, so that's a good matchup. Buffalo, two over owned, but they are going against Atlanta if they are out there. The Giants, oh, here's the fun one. The Giants against <laughs> Chicago or Chicago against the Giants. I'm going with the Giants over Chicago. I think their defense has performed a lot better than Chicago has this year. Uh, I know Chicago's dealt with a little bit of injuries here and there, but I, I still think New York just has a better defense at this point in time in the season. You can also find the Saints. If you can find the Saints out there, they go against Carolina. Doesn't matter what's Cam. Doesn't matter whether it's PJ, doesn't matter whether it's Sam. The Carolina Panthers are in a death spiral of a year at this current juncture in time. Okay, guys. Well, that is basically a wrap here. Uh, So hopefully, hopefully you are listening because you are in your fantasy championship. Hopefully we'll hear back from you next week because we are doing a show next week for any of those strange leagues to decide, yeah, we're going to play in the last week of the season. We still appreciate you. We still love you as listeners, but stop doing that. Stop it. You know who you are. (laughs) You know who your commissioner is. Tell him to stop it because uh, there's going to be some teams that clinch their division, clinch a playoff spot next week or this week, and will not be so keen on playing some high profile fantasy football starters. So main reason why we're telling you it's not preferred to play in week 18, but if you do, we'll still be here next week. We'll still be happy to give you fantasy advice and we're still here to help you bust the slump and win your league all right drew any parting thoughts for the listeners yeah i would say good luck to everybody hope you guys make the championships because of us you know that you're listening to us and adhering to our advice even though sometimes we do give very bad advice but you know it's a part of the game it's what we do so keep tuning in obviously keep listening to the show hope you guys made your championships and for the guys who do the week 18 championships please stop it's a no it's not fun don't do it anymore god's gonna come down and smite you for it (laughs) it's almost as fun as watching baker mayfield play oh party shot honestly i (laughs) honestly we're all in the bandwagon if you listen to cleveland man it's the bandwagon of get baker out of here now so (laughs) 
<laughs> Check out Drew's live reaction video to all the misfortunes of the Cleveland Browns, their season, their quarterback, and their play calling with Kevin Stefanski. But also check out Drew's fantasy football rankings posted on at Slumpbuster Podcast on IG, at Slumpbuster Podcast. We post it there every Thursday for you guys. Kickers, quarterbacks, wide receivers, tight ends. We haven't gotten an IDP, but if you like it, maybe next year. All right, guys, <laughs> at Slumpbuster Pod on Twitter, at Slumpbuster Pod on TikTok. How? Follow us there. Why not? You're listening this far. So if you're listening this far, please leave a like on this video. Please subscribe to us. And and if you're listening on iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Really helps the channel, really helps the algorithm, really helps us get out there to fans that love fantasy football like us, you, and millions and millions around the country. All right, guys, stay safe, happy, and healthy. Juju Talk Sports, Drew Hagemaugh. We will see you next time.